Hey, and welcome to For the Podcast. This is episode 27. I'm Michael. As always, here's my good friends, Jason and Will. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Hey. All right, what do we got going on this week? We got a little bit of follow-up, and then uh, I think we want to talk about some video games. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, just some quick follow-up. Uh, the iPhone pre-orders came, uh, became live. Yeah. Um, I don't think you got one, Will, did you? Nope. Uh, but me and Mike did. Uh, so, Mike, which one did you get? I got the iPhone 6S Plus, 128 gigs in space gray. And did you uh, wake up at 3 in the morning to uh, to order it? I was already awake, and I... Oh, wow, you didn't even fall asleep? Nope. Wait, were you playing Destiny? Uh, probably. Oh, okay. But not Taken King. I don't think it was out yet. Oh, uh, okay. Um... I actually woke up. I think I got about an hour and a half of sleep before I woke up at three in the morning to order my phone. I got a uh, a silver iPhone 6S Plus, 64 gigs. Okay. And then did you get one for Karen? Well, Karen uh, got the, when did she get? Rose gold iPhone 6S Plus and 64 gigs. Oh, same with men. Yep. So we are actually doing the, um, we made a appointment to pick it up in the store. Mm-hmm. So we're going at 6 p.m. on Friday. Okay. That's as if the uh, if the Pope doesn't screw things up. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't. I don't think that should happen, right? So they they made an. There was something on Mac Rumors that said that in certain zip codes in Philadelphia and New York City, that your iPhones may be delayed if they're being shipped to you, right? By UPS. By UPS. Right. But um, Gruber just said today that like you know he just made a post uh, about the the Pope visiting New York and Philadelphia, and he said. I'm not sure if the uh, the Apple stores will get them in time. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know that he has any inside information. And you would think that now that they have like a two-week lead time between the announcement and, and this, like they could get the, them in the stores like the night before or two nights before or something like that, right? Yeah. I mean, mine switched to preparing for shipment already. Well, I mean, it might ship. It just won't get delivered necessarily. But I feel like sometimes they're held, you know, at like in like Kentucky. Oh, oh, or something. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our watches didn't ship until like the last minute, and then we got them or things. Yeah, right, right. Like there may be some like already around. Yeah, that's true. So you feel like they could get them to the Apple stores before Friday. Yeah, yeah, right. I think it should be okay. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so I'm going after work on Friday. Um, I'm pretty excited actually. I don't know. Uh, I think you had mentioned we we had dinner yesterday, and you said maybe you were you weren't that excited. Um, yeah, but I think what maybe what you said was right. Like it was just I I'm not going from like the big phone to the small phone or the small phone to the big phone. Right. It's pretty much the same thing. I mean, I'm excited to use like the better cameras, and I'm excited to try out like 3D touch. Yep. But it's definitely not as exciting as like a, a number revision, like where you get the different body style. And that's why I'm not buying one. Right. No, agreed. Um, well, so we both woke up at three in the morning, or I guess you were up, but we both ordered them at three in the morning. And um, it seemed like we didn't have to do that. Uh, or maybe, maybe the rose gold ones did sell out. But um, like I, I woke up, I don't know, like nine or 10 in the morning on on sun, Saturday, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, mine was still available for order for delivery that day. Yeah. So I think the only problems were with the rose gold 6S pluses. Right. Um, and with the um, Space Gray 128 6S Plus. Oh, interesting. But I think the other ones, I think you can still maybe get like uh, get some. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and so originally I was like, oh, maybe the demand is just is not as high because, you know, it's an S year. And then also 
everyone got like a bigger phone last year. So, you know, there's not that much different. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think on Monday morning, Apple announced that it's on sale to uh, beat last year's debut. Which was crazy. It was so hard to buy those. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's just like, you know, when I woke up on Saturday and there wasn't that much demand, I was, you know, I just like was wondering whether they weren't going to sell as many. But um, maybe it's just that they had so much lead time that, you know, they, they already know what the form factor is, the, the displays, other than the touch touch display or like the, the 3D touch display, you know, they're, they're roughly the same, right? So maybe they just have way more demand or way more supply. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I am thinking about, did you see, so there's this deal for a Discover card, right? Which just got added to Apple Pay last week or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you add your Discover card to Apple Pay and you, you pay using Apple Pay, they'll give you 10% cash back. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and then if you're a new user or like a new Discovery card member um, or Discover card member, uh, you get double cash back for the first year of purchases. And apparently those bonuses stack, so you can get up to 20% cash back. That is insane. So that's like, that's been verified that people are getting 20%? I think so. I mean, um, people are saying that they call Discovered and, and, and asked them, and they said, yeah, it'll stack. Wow. So I was going to do the iPhone installment plan and just pay like $40 a month. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the bonus is only running until the end of the year. And so that kind of makes me think that I might just pay off my entire iPhone and get the 20%, you know, discount. I wish I was a new member. Yeah, you only get the 10%, right? Are you going to still uh, spend on your Discover card? Are you going to add it to Apple Pay? Um, yeah, I don't see now. I don't know what to do. Should I just rebuy the phones? Oh, you mean, are you, aren't you going to pick one up in the store? I have one that's doing pickup in store. Oh, but one that you already paid for? Yeah. Maybe you can like just take it to the store and do like a return rebuy? Maybe. Yeah. Cuz 10% of 850 is pretty uh pretty significant. Right. Okay. So this goes on to the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, we can put our referral link. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you'll get 50 50 bucks and the people that sign up for a new Discover card will get 50 bucks as well. Yeah. And for the podcast gets 50 bucks. Yep. All right, we'll post that link in the show notes if you uh, want to get 20% cash back using Apple Pay. Yeah, and, and it's not just for the iPhones, right? I mean, you can use it anywhere that Apple Pay is accepted. So McDonald's, you get 20%. You could use it like Whole Foods, McDonald's. Yeah, but if you buy like a new iPad, iPad Pro, uh, you'll get 20% off of that as well. It's up to $10,000. So I would say most people probably will not hit that. So you can get up to $2,000 cash back. I'm pretty sure most won't. Yeah. So you're buying my iPad Pro, right? <laughs> I can buy it for you if you want. I was, to be honest, I'm now more tempted to get one, uh-huh. considering it's twenty uh, percent off right off the bat. Yeah, but um, I'm probably still not going to get one. But if you want me to buy yours, uh, yeah, I mean that's no problem. All right, we're on the record. Yes, yeah. Yes. He will charge you full price though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, giving me twenty percent cash back, for some Mike. Some reason, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, Mike, they only gave me like 2% cash back on this one. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> just remember, I can get 10% myself. That's true. So. Okay. Uh, just a, a couple more uh, quick follow-up items. Uh, apparently, we had said last week that um, there was some rumor that maybe the new iPhones only had one gig of RAM, but it's been confirmed that they they have two gigs of RAM. So that's great. So that matches what the iPad Air 2 has, which is what we enjoy using. Yep. And then uh, the iPad Pro has four gigs of RAM. All right. Which is kind of crazy. That's great. Yeah, that's actually really good news. 
Um, and then uh, I think you had one other uh, item of follow-up? Oh, yeah. So we were looking at the iPhone upgrade, like terms and conditions. So if you got the installment plan through Apple, and then if you wanted the phone um, every year, we were kind of wondering what condition the phone had to be on. And so we looked through like the fine print. And so what they want is it can be powered on and hold a charge, which shouldn't be a problem for anyone, hopefully. Hopefully. As an intact and functioning display. I don't know what they define as intact, but I, I think that's not too bad. Um, they kind of clarify further. They said have no breaks or cracks, um, and you have activation lock disabled, uh, which is not a big deal. So the have no breaks or cracks, do you think that'll be a problem? Because they said if you do have any of those things that don't fill those conditions, you'll have to use your Apple Pay, or I mean your Apple Care deductible. The hundred, so it'll cost you a hundred dollars to turn it in, which isn't bad. That's not too bad. I mean, do you think that like breaks or cracks mean like uh, like scratches or like chips on the aluminum? No, I think it like maybe like it's like, it on ca- the like literally a cracked display. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think that's bad then. Okay, and then there's like the the series seven thousand aluminum. So that I mean, my Apple Watch has that same aluminum, and like it's it's fine, right? So there's no scuffs, there's no uh, dents or anything like that. Right. So I, I think that's pretty generous. Like, it should be pretty easy. Like, you don't have to worry about keeping it in, like, perfect condition so you can resell, resell it, like, for the, you know, top dollar. Mm-hmm. So that's not bad. All right. But you're going to buy yours outright anyways. Um, we'll, we'll see. I mean, what I think I can probably just do is, um, I wonder if I can just start the installment plan and then, like, make a lump sum using Apple Pay. But maybe not. Maybe I'll have to buy it outright. Yeah. It would just be easier to buy it outright, wouldn't it? Yeah, that just gives me more time because I have you don't have to like apply for credit, get like a like a credit check done. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wonder is like, if I buy it outright, would I buy the Apple Care or would I not buy the Apple Care? I mean, you have thirty days to decide, and you get twenty percent off if you buy it. Yeah, but will they let me? Um, like, do you think they'll let you just trade in your iPhone for the same, like you know, as if you were upgrading, but not be on the plan, or no? You know what I'm saying? Like, say you had an iPhone that you bought outright that meets these conditions. Do you think you can be like, you know, oh, uh, give me whatever half the value is, like $489? No, I don't think so. Yeah, probably not, right? Yeah. I think you have to be in that program. Yeah, I don't know. So I got to think about that. Okay. We'll see. I think that's it for, for a follow-up. Not bad. Yeah, pretty good. Bear, you got to have anything follow-up? Nope. Move it along. Let's okay. go. Okay. Uh, Mike, did you want to talk about uh, content blockers and peace? Um, yeah, a little bit. Did you, did any of you guys buy any content blockers or download any content blockers? I didn't get a chance to, which, uh, leads you to what you're about to say. Okay. So yeah. So in iOS nine, they added a, Apple added a feature that you could, um, add in like a third party content blocker. So basically you would go to a web page and then it would block, you know, the website from tracking you would block like ads from loading, um, and so Marco Arment, who I, I don't know how to describe him, what did what did he do? He did like he made that Overcast podcast app. He was like a one of the initial developers in like Tumblr, right? Um, and then he uh, created Instapaper. Oh yeah, he created Instapaper. Yeah, the magazine Bugshot. Um, so I guess he decided to team up with Ghostery, who was like a really good um, like third party plugin that I use. Do you guys use Ghostery? I do. I yeah. don't. Okay. Um, so he teamed up with them and just basically made like a split somehow, some kind of like simple split where he would get a portion and Ghostry would get a portion, um, and basically released this content app, a blocker called Peace um, for the App Store. 
and then started getting like a, a lot of backlash. Like, I don't know, Marco, whatever Marco does seems like a lot of stuff seems to be like very polarizing. So um, a lot of stuff was posted and then like what, a day or two later, he pulled, uh, he pulled it from the app store. Um, he said like the people that downloaded it, it'll work for a while like as it is. Um, and then if you want a refund, you can uh, like just go through the regular app store, you know, way to refund your money for like a purchase. But, Which, by but, the way, I didn't even know that you could really do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, what what are you guys' thoughts on content blockers? I mean, there's a lot of talk about it lately, right? Ever since iOS 9 came out. There's, like, a lot of publishers obviously seem to hate it because a lot of them rely on uh, on ads to monetize. Yeah. And then I would say a lot of people, the average person probably likes it, right? Because they, they don't care. They don't want to see ads, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's... I haven't really formed too much of an opinion myself. I, I tend to have ad blockers. So like I, I had Adblock Plus for a while on my uh, desktop. Yeah. And then now I'm running Ghostry, which blocks trackers and ads. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't mind, you know, blocking anything and everything. Yeah. Um, but I understand why publishers, you know, would want, you know, would would not like that, right? So, I mean, I'm sympathetic to that. Not to the point where I would watch the ads, but, um, you know. Okay. How about you, Will? Uh, luckily for developers out there, the average person's like, who cares? If an ad's there, fine, whatever. Uh, it's not a huge thing for me. I mean, if it's something that does bother me, like in an app form, uh, most times those apps will have the, hey, get rid of apps, pay me like five bucks. Sure, here's my money, take it, go away. Right. But they really don't bother me because, you know, we've been looking at the nature of uh, the net right now for a while, it being all like ad focused. So they don't bother me at all, really. Okay. So some people were saying that Apple wasn't entirely altruistic um, in allowing the ability to block content um, because they also released their own news app um, where publishers can also sell ads through that, right? Right. No, I agree. Um, That's definitely, yeah, publishers can... Uh, place ads in the news app and you can't block them. Like they're not, they are not privy to the uh, content blockers. Right. So do you think this is like trying to hurt like Google? Yeah. I I think it's multiple things going on, right? Like I I don't think that it's Apple being altruistic and saying like, you know, oh, we hate ads and like, you know, because clearly they they created the news app. I do think that it's like a subtle shot at Google, right? Uh Like hurting them because mobile Safari, at least in the US, has like huge market share. Right. So if uh, they can convince a lot of people to get ad blockers because it's so easy and, you know, there's less ads served up, that'll hurt Google, I guess. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things going on here. So do you think this will change, like, how, how like, content is monetized or, like, how ads are delivered? I actually don't. I don't know. There's, like, the a couple of days after it came out, there was some site that uh, detected CNET. the ad blocker. Yeah. Is it CNET? Yeah. Right. And they were like, you know, oh, we've detected that you have an ad blocker enabled. Like, you know, we need ads to, you know, monetize our site. So please disable the ad blocker and then you can watch the video. Right. So it's a matter of like, do people want to see the content or do people want to not see ads? And I think Will's right. Uh, at the end of the day, if enough people do that, um, the, you know, people will choose to disable the ad blockers. Right. 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 Um, it's just kind of frustrating because like, as much as I, I'm sympathetic to publishers that, that rely on ads, like some people just get really scummy about like the ads that, you know, the overlays or, you know, like 
buttons where you can close the ad, but they're just kind of hidden or it's difficult to get to or they move around. And like that's that kind of stuff, like is just really annoying to me. Right. Uh, so I have no sympathy for that, for that, right? Like that, that needs to die. There's like that, that ad network, the deck, right? Which a lot of, uh, tech bloggers use. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, relevant ads that are very subtle and, and like, you know, tasteful. I don't have as much problems with those. Yeah. I feel like, you know, like ads on like The Verge have been getting like really crazy or like the ones that like, that pop up like apps on the app store. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it redirects you. I thought they were going to get rid of that, but then they they must be doing some kind of like scummy things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are the worst. Yeah, but then, they, yeah, you're right. Those aren't the same as ads like from the deck, which, you know, they don't track or, you know, they're just like displayed and... Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So that's what Marco was basically saying, right? The reason why he pulled the um, the app piece is because he didn't really want to, like, I think Gruber made a post. He was like, you know... The deck has good ads, and so any ad blocker that blocks the deck, he doesn't agree with, right? Like, they should whitelist the deck. Mm-hmm. And Marco's position was, um, you know, he just blocked everything, right? He didn't want to get in the position where he was kind of deciding, oh, these are good ads, but these are bad ads. Right. right. It also doesn't help that he displays the deck ads on his website. No conflict of interest. <laughs> right, right. No, but I, but I, I mean, even if I take his word and, you know, he just doesn't want to be in that position, like he clearly by being the number one paid app and, you know, it had a lot of publicity and like he was, it was clearly doing well. Um, he's kind of in a position where, you know, does he want to block everything or does he want to be, you know, deciding what to block and what not to block? Right. And that's a tough place to be. And he just didn't, he claims he didn't enjoy that process. He didn't. He didn't find it uh, to be a, a good experience. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he decided to pull it. So I, I completely understand that. Um, I don't know. So I, I had no problems with him pulling the app. All right. So let's see. Any other thoughts on content blockers? I, I did download Crystal and uh, OneBlocker. Uh-huh. Um, those are both free. I think OneBlocker has a free option and you can pay to uh, like unlock other features. And then Crystal, I think, was free or... I think it was free for, for a limited time. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been using Crystal and one blocker, but like, I haven't really noticed that much of a difference. Okay. Have you, have, have you downloaded any, did you download peace? I got peace before it got pulled. Okay. Does it still work? Yeah, it still works. I think, you know, I don't know if ghostry updates its database. I don't know if. Yeah. I think that's what Marco was implying that like, um, some features like he was going to add some ability to whitelist your own sites, but that, that obviously is not coming anymore. I think you can whitelist the deck ads, or like you can whitelist sites. Oh, oh, by site, but not by ad provider. Right. Right, right, right. So that was, you know, something that he had mentioned would come in an early update, but obviously that's not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just saw that Apple is now refunding every single person that bought that app, regardless of whether you requested it or not. So he doesn't know whether it's going to work anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, because after it got pulled, I was able to, you know, go into my purchases. Yeah, you can just download it again, right? I, I I don't know if they're gonna pull it from your phone. Like I know they have the ability to just remotely kill it. Right. Um I don't think they've ever done that, or maybe they've done it once, but um I, I don't know that they do it for that, but like I they are refunding apparently everyone, regardless mm-hmm. of whether you've requested it. Okay. Sweet, free app. <laughs> Thanks, Marco. I mean, they could kill it. The last time uh, I can actually think of an instance when that did happen. May have been a little app we've heard of called Siri. Oh, oh, oh. Nuances app? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember that. I know they, they shut it down. No, I no, actually the Siri app. Was that actually Nuance or was it the Yeah, Nuance made Siri. That, 
I think Nuance made the the engine for the voice. Yeah, so then Nuance didn't make the app. There's someone, I don't think so. Oh, someone other company yeah. just made the app. Yeah, I think it was a smaller company that made the app, and then Apple swallowed them up. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I thought that they just uh, disabled the functionality so it wouldn't work on the back end anymore, but not that they necessarily like. So you, you know, you would have an app, it just doesn't work, right? But I don't know that they actually came in and deleted the app from your phone, but maybe they did. They didn't delete from your phone, but you know how you can always go back to your purchases that they oh, like oh, wiped right, off right. the. Oh, I see. To, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, any other news? Mm, let me see. Oh, Volti's available. HD voice. <laughs> yeah. I got this random call last night at like 11 p.m. And I'm like, Mike, hello? <laughs> and like he wanted to test out the uh, voice over LTE, right? Yeah. So I, I guess it got switched on in New York City over the past sometime last week. Yeah. Um, I just noticed it randomly. Like one of the calls, it's, it almost sounded like it was a FaceTime audio call. Yeah. Um, so I got really confused. I was like looking at my phone. I was like, did I make a FaceTime call? Um, <laughs> but it wasn't. And then it's also, it's weird because I noticed like my men will be like, oh, like the phone didn't even ring and you already answered. So like, I don't know how like Volte works or voice over LTE, but uh, I guess it works a little differently than Oh, it doesn't even way. like the, the guy, who, the person who's calling doesn't even hear like the little chime or like the Yeah, voice. she said I answered. I mean, it's still like we'll do the ringing if like you don't pick up right away. Oh, oh, oh okay. But by the time I picked it up, she said it hadn't even. So do both people need to be on AT&T or just uh, like how does that work? Uh, that I don't know. Like if you, I, I, I would imagine if that, I don't know if there's like carrier, intercarrier support. Yeah. From what I read, uh, intercarrier support in the U.S. is supposed to happen by end of calendar year. Uh, both Verizon and, well, between Verizon and AT&T, uh, they have agreed to it. Uh, but off the bat default, probably not. Uh, well, we can test. And- like Karen has T-Mobile, so I can give her a call and see if it works. Cause Mike and me, you know, it worked last night. So yeah. So it sounds, it sounds better than phone. Probably not as good as. You know, FaceTime audio, but a significant improvement. Yeah, that's good. It got switched on, and it was available for our iPhone 6. I guess it was compatible with HD voice or Volte. Yep. Didn't even know. And there's no Wi-Fi calling yet, so that's a different feature, right? Where, yeah, I tried like, turning on Wi-Fi calling. It said it wasn't available in the area. Yeah. I mean, do you think that'll sound even better then? Mm. I would imagine, like, similar to FaceTime audio or no? I don't, I don't think so. It's so just it's- using wi-fi to carry the the phone call right right but you're not going to get like facetime audio quality like the that's what's the point of using wi-fi is it just if in case you're in a building that actually doesn't yeah like if you have zero bars right so you're downstairs in the basement but you can at least make a regular call yeah right now we can call in elevators yeah if you have wi-fi uh that's interesting okay um, I don't know. What, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about video games? That's next on the list, but we could save that for the end if you want and just do like uh, the Amazon new devices. You mean Destiny? Yeah, let's save Destiny for the end. Okay. So Amazon released some new devices. I don't know too many details. Um, Will. I just saw a picture of like a six-pack of tablets. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, buy, buy five. You get... <laughs> get your sixth free or is it buy four get your fifth free uh all i was could be all i was shocked about was like the cheap 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 price of amazon's newest like entry level fire tablet um, it's 50 dollars right 50 dollars each and then there's a multi pack like a family pack deal 
Oh yeah, it's uh buy make it a six pack, buy five, get one free. Okay, so you get six of them for two hundred fifty dollars? Yep. What do you guys think? Are you getting any? You wanna split it? <laughs> no. No? I mean, I have no use for these, but like I saw an article about, you know, some guy saying how awesome this was, and like I, I do agree. Like I think that's pretty sweet. Um like last It was on Polygon, right? Yeah. So like last uh last I don't know, maybe like half a year ago. Um, I met with my sister and, you know, my nieces and they all had like cheap Kindle tablets. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas like a a long time ago, I bought them, you know, an iPad and they were using that, but like the iPads are just so much more expensive. Um, and there's only one of them. And, you know, if you want like several iPads, they can get pretty pricey, pretty quick. Right. So, um, they just bought like, you know, I think they were maybe a hundred or $150 for the, uh, the fire tablets and they each had one. Right, so they don't have to share, and and it's not as big a deal for the price of probably less of one iPad. So if you can get six tablets for three hundred dollars, that's or two fifty, that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah, that's like forty two dollars. Yeah, and if like someone, if one breaks, no problem, we have another one, right? Yeah, <laughs> you got to put this picture of the six pack. It just looks ridiculous. Yeah, it looks but- like you know when you go to Taco Bell and you buy that like grande meal or something. <laughs> it's like in a little carrier with like six tablets, like three on each side. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like the the post, like on Polygon, is what made me kind of like think about it. You know? Yeah, you can have one like in the kitchen, right? As a recipe thing. Yeah. Um, you can have one in the bathroom or something like that. Or you mm-hmm. can have one in the car. You can have you know one in the bedroom as a Kindle reader or something like that. Yeah, or you could you know if like Sonos can work on those, you could just have like you know remotes for like your house and you know and your music and. Speaking of sound, the uh, Fire's higher-end tablets actually have uh, not only Dolby Digital, but uh, Atmos for the highest-end ones, which supposedly will work to simulate surround sound even with uh, earbuds. How is that possible? Uh, Probably just some digital audio manipulation. Or just paying Dolby money. These are the guys that made the Fire phone. Anything is possible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> so have you seen those deals on the fire phones you get like a free year of amazon prime or something like that it's a free yeah so with every fire phone you get a free year of amazon prime that was always a thing but now the phones have dropped to like 129 yeah so you get the phone for 30 bucks so is it and you get like the earbuds that people like they're like the magnetic earbuds wait so is that like an unlocked phone like uh not unlocked but like no contract or you just buy the phone outright i'm pretty sure it's also unlocked that's crazy 30 dollars for the that thing is like such a such a disaster, though. Yeah, <laughs> like I would, you would have to pay me to use it, like thirty dollars. That's why they're giving you Prime. What if it comes out to the, it goes down to the same price as Prime? Would you buy it and get a free phone? I mean, I guess so. Could I sure. take extra not, money right? instead of the phone? No. Oh man. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I think the uh, the family tablets is is a pretty cool idea. Uh, the one thing that I thought about though is that like. A, I don't know how great the app ecosystem is there. So, like, you really are just using these as, like, you know, mini portable displays. And then, like, I don't know how good or how easy it would be to, like, keep all of them in sync. So, like, you'd have to kind of keep, like, the recipe apps in the kitchen and never use that one in the bedroom. Because then you're, like, you know, then you don't have the recipe app on the other one. Or you download in one one app. Is it going to download to all of them? Are you going to keep all the recipes, in, you know, in sync? I mean, I'm pretty sure this will be like rooted if it hasn't already been rooted, and then you'll be able to install like CyanogenMod or something and be able to run 
like stock or pretty close to stock Android on here. But can you, and so that'll sync out all your devices up? The same way any Android tablet would. I don't know how the Android tablets work. Or the same way like like an iPad would, like recipes will sync in the cloud, right? Like I use like Yeah, but you need to, so you download recipes. Now you got to download recipes six times. Otherwise, like, you know, you don't, is it going to just automatically download to all the other tablets? Otherwise, you're kind of just creating more work for yourself. Uh-huh. And like, is the benefit that good that like now you need to do this, right? It's kind of like Marco's problem uh, of being rich. He's like, oh, yeah, it's great to be rich. But now you have like you're creating more stuff that you need to maintain, right? Mm-hmm. So it's great to have six tablets. But now you kind of also need to maintain six tablets. And so right. um is the benefit of having six tablets really that worth it that, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm in for six. Let's go. Group by. Uh, I'll pass on that. <laughs> Though I did want to mention yeah, I'm probably out. the update to the TV, uh, the Fire TV. Uh, they now come with Alexa. So. Oh, yeah. That, that actually looked pretty good. And 4K, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, my quick thought on that was that, like, the hardware looks pretty impressive. It comes with an Alexa remote, right? Which is pretty cool. Um, but. Again, like the the app ecosystem is probably the deal breaker for me, right? So like hardware wise, it's better than the Apple TV, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in, in many ways, it's very similar, and it's also cheaper because it's a hundred dollars instead of one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, but you're really just getting. I think for the Apple TV, like what makes me excited about it is like the prospect of like the app ecosystem transforming it into like a new product, right? Like something different. And then maybe like a la carte TV bundling that's going to like make it the future of television, right? Yeah. So did you see like Plex and VLC said that they'd be able to release apps for the Apple TV? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I mean, that's huge, right? Right. So it actually makes it like, it's not just, oh, it's a slightly better uh, third gen Apple TV, right? It's like actually like a, a brand new product that's like, you know, can who knows what, what it can do, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like the Fire TV, unless like they get the same kind of support, they might get Plex and VLC or, or things like that if they, if it can run apps. But like, you know, are they going to come out with a you know competitive TV like a la carte system? Right? I don't know. Right? Right. So you're really just paying for like a beefy version of a streaming media system, like a, a streaming media box. Yeah, because you're you're right about the whole entire uh, app ecosystem. I don't want a slightly better version of an a fire like phone phone app on on my tv because it's right sure the fire app store is pretty much like a curated version of google's app store um but i'm not sure if it's going to have like the specific curated custom apps that you we will see uh, coming for the right, like the Apple like the MLB app, TV. like the MLB. Right. Is app. that going to come into the Fire TV? If it is, then great, right? Like this is good hardware. It's cheap. Like why not, right? I'm just not sure that's going to happen. And yeah, I don't want it to be a copy of MLB at bat that I could get on uh, a Droid phone, right? And so then it's just um, it's just a, a a nice version of a streaming media box, and I don't need that right now. Yeah, I think it's I think that's fair. I'm definitely more excited about the Apple TV. I'm not picking up any of those. But but the specs are. I mean, it's really good, right? If that, if you, what you want is like a a nice media, you know, streaming media box, then like it's great. I mean, the 4K is nice, but there's what supports 4K right now? Like that right. Breaking Bad Netflix thing is was like a Sony thing, right? Also, I mean, it'll be perfectly fine. All I have to do is buy a new TV. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I just think it's it's a nice like feature to have, but it's a feature that no one will really use. 
Right. It's just something that they can say, oh, we have 4K. And like, oh, well, the Apple TV doesn't have 4K. But nobody has like 4K content or 4K televisions. Right, agreed. Okay, you want to uh, knock out these Will's normal person questions? All right, Will, you take the charge here. Okay, uh, I started trying to take a bunch of photos, and my wife has been putting me to shame on Instagram by taking pretty much the same exact photo, but <laughs> making it look like 50 times better. I would go and like 100 times I, better. Oh, 100? Uh, I actually don't follow your wife, so I, I haven't seen these photos. I it's know. like you'll see no, a picture of donuts mine, from Will. Mine. It'll be like blurry. <laughs> you can't even tell it's a donut. You can barely tell. Uh-huh. And then you'll look at like Dana's pictures. They're like crystal clear, like nicely, you know, like the donuts like look perfect. Good framing. Uh, perfect framing. It's just like a <laughs> yeah, night and day so, difference. So far, the joke has been like for an anniversary gift, I may get photography lessons. Uh, but speaking of photos, I wanted to know what's your guys like workflow with uh, using the iPhones like camera? What What's your secret? What do you guys do? Um, I use Visco. I think Jason maybe does too. Yep. Uh, so, Visco cam, it's an app, um, and they sell like filter packages that give you, like, there's a bunch of free ones too you can download from Visco. Yeah. Will the free ones be good enough? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we're talking. Uh, I don't know if they still offer this, but um, when they first came out, there was like a, you know, the, the filter packs were like a dollar ninety nine or something like that each, uh, and they had several of them, and then there was like one where you got all of them for like five dollars, right? So I bought that. Um, that being said, like, so I have a good amount of filters in the Visco app. Uh, I probably only use, I don't know, like six of them. Um, yeah. and I lean heavily on a couple of them. So I can tell you which ones I like. And if you like the photos that I take, like, you know, you can just buy those or, you know, if they are free, then you don't need to buy any of them. Um, but I, I really like Visco. I, I use a stock camera app. Uh, I never ever take pictures. You can actually take pictures in Visco, right? Um, or, you know, Instagram or whatever app you want to use. But I just use the stock camera app and then I use Visco to edit and then I just upload to Instagram or, or wherever uh, without using any of their filters. Now, in the standard camera app, do you fiddle with any uh, settings or anything or are you just like point shoot? I usually then... have HDR uh, on auto or on if I need it and then flash is always off. Yep, same here. So HDR is like um, basically... So cameras have like a, a limited uh, dynamic range, and that's like the difference between like the brightest point of the camera and the darkest point of the camera. Um, and so if there's something that's really bright and something that's really dark, it has to pick which one to expose for. So the camera, the, the photo will you know either be really bright or, or really dark. Um, and so what HDR tries to do is it'll take multiple pictures and then kind of like take the bright parts of, or, you know, like the, the perfectly exposed parts of both or of, of all of the pictures and kind of make them one picture. So if you know you're going to need that, then you can just turn it on. But I just leave it on auto most of the time. Okay, great. Now I actually know what that feature does because all I all I would see was like, okay, it looks a little brighter. All right, moving along to the next photo. <laughs> and then the other thing is, um, I mean, I actually don't use this, but if you, it could be helpful to turn the grid lines on. Um, that will help you like get straighter pictures if you you know so you don't have crooked pictures. And then will also help you if you want to do like rule of thirds just to like uh, frame your shot better. Yeah, I just learned that recently, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Dana taught me that. Uh, the other question I had was, does the 6 Plus's stabilization, do you find that helpful? Uh, because do you, are you taking like more stable photos now uh, 
since you both are doing like the plus? Uh, I mean, I've tried, I've tried it side by side with, uh, when I had a six, when the first, like last year I had a six and a six plus and I took it to a wedding. Um, it was like getting dark after sunset and I took pictures. Uh, I couldn't really tell a difference. Okay. But it's nice to have, I guess. I, but I haven't noticed it do anything. I think the key is like, just try to keep your hands as steady as possible, right? Especially in low light, right? In low light, it's best to just like try to prop your phone up against something so that you don't have to handhold it. Yeah, um, or maybe like hold your breath. Yeah. When you like take the picture. Right. So so you just try to keep it as steady as possible, just at least for while you're taking the picture, right? Um, and then. It's it's a lot of like lighting and and framing, right? So you don't want like you need to not have it like face towards like you know you don't want the scene backlit too much because then like the picture will come out really crappy. So if you can get good lighting and then you can just learn a couple of things for framing, like the angle in which you take it, just be more cognizant of like of that, right? And like clipping things out or like you know you know intentionally thing clipping things out that you don't want or like you know making sure you're not like clipping things that you do want in the scene. So just take like put a little bit more thought into um, how you're going to frame the shot and making sure it's the right angle, and I think that goes like that makes a big difference. <sighs> Photos. Who would have thought? So much time spent on this stuff just so I can just so I can get some likes on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the good news though is that like back in the day when it was film, right? It, it's like such a steep learning curve because like you would take a bunch of pictures with your camera, not remember what any of your settings were. And then get them developed at like, you know, the local drugstore. And then a week later, you're like, oh, this one was awesome. But you don't remember what you did, right? Uh, but now you can just take a picture and you instantly know like, oh, that was a really good picture or that one wasn't. Right? It gets instant feedback. So like you, you know, unless you're running out of space in your phone, just take a bunch of pictures and that's the best way to improve. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. And I give you sympathy likes all the time on Instagram. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sympathy likes? True friend. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm like uh, I kind of like donuts. I just double tap. <laughs> oh, do you actually? You guys double tap to a like? Yeah. I actually have never done that. I've only just hit the little heart button. What do you do, Will? Double tap. Huh. Two to one, you lose. What's okay. next? <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Destiny? Did you have any other questions? Normal person questions? No, no, that's it. All right. So that was the end of the Will's Normal Person Question segment. Tune in next week. <laughs> have more Normal Person Questions. All right. Destiny. Jason, why are you not playing? Wait, so, so you guys are both big fans of this expansion, right? The Taken King that just came out? Yes. yes. So for me, I used to play. So like just some background information. Like we used to play maybe about a year ago. I probably haven't logged into Destiny for about, um, I don't know, six months or so. Or since the Galahorn was last sold. Oh, yeah. Right. So <laughs> I logged in for that, um, and then I bought that. And then, is it Galahorn or Yalahorn? I think it's Yalahorn, but everyone just called, I just call it Galley. Or, I don't know, it's just hard, harder to say. Um, yeah, so I think for me, it's just like so much work to play. It like, takes so many hours. And like you guys definitely play more than I do. And so I just don't know what I'm doing, right? So it's a lot of like... It's fun to like just sign on and like talk to you guys and, and kind of you know play together, but at the same time, a lot of it is like me holding you guys back or like me screwing something up or like me asking you like, oh well, what should I do here? What do I do here? Like where do I go? Um, and so it's a lot of like catch up time for me, and I also feel like I'm just holding you guys back. So for the good of the team, 
you don't play. Yeah, well, and it's also like I don't see it end because it's like kind of more of like a I don't know, like a persistent game world. It's not like we're beating a story. If you guys were like, hey, let's play a Halo campaign and like in 10 hours we'll be done, right? Like, okay, that's, I'll, I'll totally do that, right? But it's something that you kind of have to keep doing forever or, or indefinitely. I mean, you can play the campaign and then stop. I think the campaign and the story is like, it's so good this time. Oh, yeah, I've heard that it got, it got better. Yeah, the expansion story is very good. Yeah. Uh, do I need to know what's happened so far? Because I have no idea what's happened before the expansion. Actually, no, no, you don't. Okay, so th- uh, which is kind of a good thing. Like it does a very good. If you watch all of the cutscenes, they do a pretty good uh, sum up of what has happened in the past. And the rest you could probably probably just like suss out from however from the just narrative. Like, oh, I guess in the past we did this, and that's why we're doing this now. All right, okay. cool. Let's keep going. Um, it's way better at telling a story than the previous iterations of destiny have been um as for your concerns about it being persistent and continuing to go uh the new like quest system that they have actually can give you short-term goals so we could all decide to do a certain quest together and play that for one or two days and be like okay let's take a break then come back to it. Oh, there's another quest we can do. Let's go ahead and do that. It won't have to be like, okay, we're just going to sit here and grind for hours for this play session and feel like we're obligated to come back and play it again. Right, right, right. Uh, it's, it's easier to put it down. But on the other hand, prior versions of Destiny had you chasing for loot, but it wasn't very rewarding. The whole entire just luck of progressing um is now gone uh the system now knows what you need and gives you a chance of getting it uh constantly you're constantly moving forward and moving ahead so even if you are behind and think you are holding the team back you'll be able to catch up very quickly yeah no i I think that was that's definitely like a a big help um i i was telling will that uh earlier that like yeah, it relied so much on like luck of drops, right? And you just needed like certain exotics to get a certain light level. And, um, there were times where I could just log in and play for like three hours and do a raid with you guys and then, um, not get the one item that I needed. And so it was kind of like, yeah, it was fun, but like I just have to wait until next week before I can try it again just to get that thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's still kind of the case that like once you get to a really high light level. Right. Um, but your progression, like through your level plus like your regular level up to level 40 plus leveling up to, I think the max, the max level will be like 310. Mm -hmm. Um, once you get to like 290, it slows down and like getting, I think there was like an interview with Luke Smith, who's one of the, one of the main destiny guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think he said the same thing. Like once you hit like that high enough level to start rating, um the gear kind of like trickles down it's not as fast but up until that point to the point where you can get to the raid you won't be held back like oh man i don't have the gear so i can't raid like if you play like you'll make a definite visible progress every time right yeah no i think that's that's a big help and the the story mode being you know better and stuff like that 
but I mean, once you get to that point, it's it still kind of is like a little bit of RNG or like randomness. Right, right, right. I mean, I don't expect that to go away completely. Right. Um, it just think, seems so dependent on that. And like, I was just behind. I'm just like waiting for all these things. And like, I don't know, like I don't get the cool weapons that you guys have because I don't play as much. And so um, it, it is nice that they've done stuff to kind of address that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that we'll see. And right now for you to be like where we are, you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't even have to raid quote unquote uh they've made the reward system a little bit more balanced so you could get stuff during the actual like strike uh instances and even in multiplayer now they have the highest tier awards if you like playing multiplayer uh which they've also made extremely balanced i don't know uh how best to say it but now it seems like Destiny right now is how it should have been when it first launched. And as someone who left the game before it got fixed, I would like to see your opinions on it once you've given it a little bit more time. Because I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with what's happened uh, with this expansion. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it's improved. And also the uh, like the daily bounties that you can pick up. Mm-hmm. You just play the game and you, you basically complete them. Oh, you don't need to like set time aside to like, oh, I'm doing my bounties. Right. You're not going to be like, oh, now I have to like collect a hundred of these things. You know, it's like as you play, you'll knock them out without thinking about it. Yeah. I just grab them and just play. And then you. Yeah. Just pick them up and just do what you're going to do. And then you'll complete, you know, a few along the way. And you don't need like, there's more. Do you, can you have more than six now? Or you can have 16. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And it definitely seems like they're, they're listening and they're improving the system. Um, so we'll see. But I, I, the next game that I'm actually really excited for is like the Uncharted collection because mm-hmm. I've never played any of them. And I think that comes out soon. And then I actually saw a rumor that, um, my favorite uh, game that I've never, yeah, Bioshock. Uh, I could Did buy Did you beat it. the last one yet? No, I haven't even started it, but. So you're just going to buy it on every platform. Yeah, I bought it on 360 it. and I bought it on Steam. And now I'm going to buy it on Xbox One or PS4 and probably still never play it, but, um, I will buy it again. Excellent. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> so we'll see. But um, yeah, I mean, like you guys are doing a good job. I, I think like uh, selling me on Destiny, like I think I'll buy the uh, the expansion. Do it now. I, I was talking to, um, what's that guy's name? The, uh, the g- oh man, I don't even remember his name anymore. Sorry, ho- hopefully he's not listening. The guy that we played with uh, that's in like Belgium or... Johnston. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry if he's listening. Um, I was talking to him, and he said that we now you can like scrap uh, exotic items that you don't want, and it will, or like you can kind of like use it to improve your non-exotic non-exotic items. Yeah. So I guess what the thing is, it's called infusion. So let's say you have like a weapon that you really, really like using, right? But then you kind of outgrow it. Like the light level is only two fifty, now you're two ninety or something, right? But let's say you find this like. 290 crap weapon that you hate you can put that weapon into it and raise the light level and it'll raise it up like to 80 percent of the difference oh that's pretty cool so then you can just bring it along and it's supposed to go through all of year two so you could technically find the gun that you like now and take it all the way through till like the next till destiny 2 huh oh so they announced what destiny like so is the next big thing going to be like destiny 2 or like another just expansion pack is it going to be like world of warcraft i mean i think they're going to release what they'll probably release two like mini expansions like they did this year right 
And then it's supposed to, based on that leaked thing a long time ago, it's supposed to be Destiny 2. Oh, so you have to buy a whole new game. No, well, probably, but your game will, like, your character's supposed to go with you for the 10 years, like, the 10 years that they have playing. Oh, your character, right, yeah, right, sure, sure, right, right, but it's not, it's not just another, like, big expansion pack, it'll be, like, uh, like a brand new game. Right. Maybe with, like, better graphics or something, like, are the graphics the same? If, I don't know if they're gonna cut, uh, until they cut, like, PS3, 360 legacy support. Right. I don't know how they can do that, so may- maybe this will be the year. Yeah, I think this is the year for a lot of... Uh, there's going to be a lot of upgrading this Christmas. Yeah. Uh, especially if Sony does decide to drop the price of the PS4, because they already did so in Japan. Oh, I like how you brought that in there. Yeah. Really yeah, good. Like pro, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, wait. So you think Destiny 2 will, will be released like next fall? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. And the raid is like... It's so fun. Um Oh, you so played both, right, Jason? I played both, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that Vault of Glass, the first one, was just so much better than Dakota's End. Right. Um, this one is just like, there's so many like little puzzles um, and like a lot of like team-based things that you have to do. So, have you guys beaten it yet? We beat it this morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, so did you guys, that was a thing, right? Because like the first one, uh, Vault of Glass, right? Uh-huh. Like, you guys had to figure out how to do it, right? Yeah. Did you guys look and see like how to beat all these puzzles or did you just figure it out? On Friday, we went in blind. like We didn't look anything up. Okay. And then we got destroyed at a certain part. Okay. Um, and then we stopped and then Justin had to look things up. And he figured out how to do it. Yeah. Because it's probably, it's probably pretty fun to like... like I'd never had that experience because by the time I got to Vault of Glass, like, you guys had already figured it out, so you just told me what to do. Mm-hmm. It's probably pretty fun to just go in blind and just like try it out and be like, oh, like I think we have to do this, right? Yeah. So, I mean, Will was there when we went in blind. That was fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's frustrating and I'm sure like you're not going to beat it, like you, you didn't beat it, but like... Yeah, you know, it's 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 nice to like in these days like when you can just look everything up and like watch videos of people doing anything and everything like it's kind of nice to just try to figure it out on your own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we figured out a good amount of stuff, but then there was just one part it just like killed us. Do you think you would have figured it out if you played it? Like how much more would you have to play it blind to figure that part out or was it like something that's so crazy that you would never have figured it we out? We would have figured it out eventually, like but we just didn't have the time. Okay. So, and then I, I, I wanted to keep going blind, but I think everyone was like, you know. Yeah. How many hours did you play before you gave up? Like a lot? Uh, Will, how long did we play that day? Oof. Uh, where we got stuck on Friday? Yeah. I would say maybe four hours. Yeah. Oh, that's good. a decent chunk of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like 12 hours or something like that. But it was fun. It was, but it was really fun. Like, I had to, I had to leave, uh, and I didn't want to, but... Uh, it was really fun. I I think Bungie has designed it so, yeah, it's going to be challenging, but it's not going to be the world's hardest problem to solve because, of course, at the end of the day, they want as many people to enjoy uh, the in-game content as possible. So Yeah, I feel like now, you know, before when you beat the story, there was nothing really to do except grind for gear. Um but now there's like little like quests that keep popping up after you do certain things. So it, it keeps like there's missions that aren't even in the story that you can't finish until you finish the game. Like the game as in like, like the main the main story campaign. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's it's worth like $40. And revisiting? Yeah. 
Okay. And in fact, after you we're done with this, I am going to be uh, on Destiny. <laughs> I probably will be also later. How how big is the uh, the expansion? Like, I, if I go download it, I'd probably have to. Uh... I think it's uh, sixteen. Seventeen gigs. gigs. See you tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. um, but it wasn't bad. I downloaded it pretty fast. You should you should be able to get it fast. Um, do you have a Do you have a physical copy? No, it's online. Because okay. I think GameStop has some kind of trade in. Oh yeah, so I saw uh, a thing about that. Um, the, for some reason, I have like a, a really hard time downloading uh, from the PlayStation Store. Like it goes really slow, even though my internet is pretty fast. You should just pause it and restart it. Oh, is that is that the trick? Supposedly, that works for my Destiny download. Yeah, it's I, worked for me it's as really well. Weird. I don't understand what's going on, but um, yeah. okay, all right, sounds good. All I right. think uh, Mimi's getting a little restless, uh, so I probably should sign off now. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you can follow us at For The Podcast. Um, show notes are at ForThePodcast.com and then 27, right? Slash 27 for this week's. Yep, that's right. Um, there's a support link where if you do searches for um, stuff on Amazon, we get a little kickback. And I don't know. That's it, right? Sign up for a Discover card. Oh, yeah. We'll put the link to sign up for a Discover card there. And then you get 50 bucks. Um, and For The Podcast, we'll get 50 bucks. Yep. All right. Sounds good, guys. I'll see you next week. Okay. Okay. Bye. Yeah, bye. All right.